Attention, great people. Gemini, where we at these days? We're on Podcast Republic. You can find us on Podcast Republic online or through their Google Play app where you can download our podcast. Make sure y'all go on Podcast Republic and favorite your favorite podcast, which I'm pretty sure is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. They have a ton of other podcasts, but you want to listen to ours. So what you can do is say, okay, Google, play Unapologetic Advice Podcast. And I got also a neat trick for y'all. Say, Alexa, play Unapologetic Advice Podcast. So, so what's, what's in, in your cup? cup? So what's in your cup? So what's in your cup? So what's in your cup? Wolf speed, don't rainbow read me, nigga. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Your fa- your family going through some shit, you be like. So we still eating dinner, or is the shit canceled? I'm, I'm just like I'm just trying to figure out if I'm supposed to get some Fruit Loops, or is somebody go cook a warm meal? I, I want a ramen noodle. Like, <laughs> like you know what? I'll just I'll just get some out the back. Like, excuse me. We no, some- no, I can't. Excuse me. I'm gonna just make this bologna. <laughs> yeah, I, cheese toast. Like was- you know what? I come back. Y'all like gonna dump everything out the fridge, right? Like y'all good? Okay. <laughs> I've seen some uh, interesting things. <sighs> yeah. Something like that. You know, 2020 is still going to be my year. And I don't give a fuck. I feel the same way. Like I've been calling this year for about 10 years. Back in, back in 2010, I, I was finishing some stuff up I'm supposed to do. I said, you know what? The struggle, the struggle be real right now. But in 2020, I'm about to I'm about to have the fruits of these labor. You know what? I don't give a fuck, but nothing and nobody is getting in the way of me being able to enjoy 2020. What she said. And I and I mean that. And that every bit of protect your energy on that. That is the way. Like every year should be your year. But with a year like 2020, it's almost like a reset button as far as like decades go. So it's like, shit, you only get one 2020, first of all. You only get one of them bitches. Yeah. So it's going to be somebody else many, many, de- many a, a whole hundred years from now, they're going to get a 30-30. But no, that's a thousand years from now, right? Yeah, it's a thousand. It's a thousand years from now, you'll get a We ain't going to be here. I don't give a fuck what they do. We ain't, we ain't going to be here for that. I don't care what kind of technology come through. Isn't We ain't going to be here for that. Uh, Not the real us, at least. Us. This voice you're hearing right now. Yeah, but physically, like, I don't care. Yeah, I, watched, I was watching some Keanu Reeves movie where he was implanting his family into their memories and shit into, like... Clone bodies and they were like blank slates and like I don't want none of that shit. That's, yeah, that's wild. Weird. That ain't really me. Yeah, that's weird. That's like the memories of me. Like y'all really want a thirty thirty trilly? Like that'll be weird. That'd be weird. How do I adjust? It's confusing. Yeah. If the world is still around. Shit. Who knows? We just trying to make it to twenty twenty one. All I know is we only <laughs> get a lot one, of shit going on right now. We only now. get one twenty twenty. Just keep that, that in mind, y'all. We got one twenty twenty. That's crazy. We just did protect your energy up front. Real quick. That's wild. So, 
Welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. I'm Trilly Sinclair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure you guys hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trill to the Berg. I could scream show notes, but y'all know how to spell this shit. I ain't going to keep getting into that. And you can find me on Twitter at Advice Gemini. I'm on there sometimes. <laughs> More active than normal. A though. little bit lately, yeah. I've been trying to check it. I felt terrible. It's, I had like a message from forever ago. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, so we have been drinking on this red wine, and I think it's hitting pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Feel good. Yeah, we try to do that natural shit as much as possible. That's about as close as you're going to get. Yeah. And motherfuckers decide to actually really send some dollars this way. We're going to actually shout out which wine it is. Yeah. I keep saying that. You motherfuckers keep slipping. So mm. that's on y'all. You could be the sponsor if you wrote in at unapollopod at gmail.com. What she said. So with that being said, we're going to slide into messy media. Oh, don't do that. I'm clicking on stuff. Stop it. Don't. You ever click on your phone and stuff just starts going crazy. So, <clears throat> do you want to talk about Rihanna being pregnant, possibly? Or do you want to talk about the R. Kelly girls fighting? Uh, the R. Kelly girls fighting. You hear funny. about that? Yeah, I heard about that shit. Did you see it? So, Jocelyn Savage and yeah, I saw that Asriel shit. Clary were arguing and fighting. Now, what's your advice on this? And your perspective. There's been a couple of things that people have pointed out, but what do you think? What do you think, real quick? And I'm gonna give you my my thoughts. Well, where I'm looking at with the situation is that okay, y'all. Let me put it into this perspective. Imagine you got uh, five bitches living in the house with one rich guy, right? The rich guy start losing money. His money ain't the same. So what happens is the control gets lifted a little bit. Because when you got some money and you got thirsty motherfucking women, they're totally under your control because you're controlling them based on your bank, right? What you can do for them. Or Or what you can do for them, right? So after a while, the bitch is going to start dwindling when the money start dwindling. So it's going to be some smart ones that say abandon ship early. Kind of like, oh, we see the iceberg already ahead of us. We heading straight to that bitch. I'm just going to get in the life raft now and get, get ghost and go give me a deal. And write a book, maybe. Whatever the case may be. What we witnessing right now is the two dumb motherfuckers that wanted to be super duper loyal and say, guess what? I'm loyal. I don't care what the fuck you got or what you ain't got. As long as we can be together, we're going to be just fine. And then that motherfucker get down to that last thousand. (laughs) And that's what we're looking at right now. That money is about gone. So now the tea is spilling and people are talking because he no longer has the money to control them. Hell, he's not even fucking there to control them. He's incarcerated. So it's like the same thing with your biggest drug dealer. If he got five hoes that he taking care of and then he get locked up, 
them hoes ain't gonna be loyal. Because what brought them there in the first place? The money. The money. So, now he's locked up. They beefing. Everybody fighting. Everybody pressing charges on the bitch. And he was lying. He had me lying to y'all. And I was looking stupid on, on this, on Gail Wait, King. I didn't see that. Who said that? Which one? Ezreal said that. Who? Ezreal. Oh. She was like, yeah, Robert Robert been lying to y'all. And he had me lying to y'all looking stupid all on TV. We been lying. That shit you say when the money is no longer there to control you. Even the handlers can't do shit. Even those who were once getting money off the situation are looking like, this shit looking bleak. <laughs> this shit looking kind of weird. Yeah, we stand in the Trump Tower, but for how long? Because this nigga, ain't nobody, they ain't playing I Believe I Can Fly on the radio no more. Nope. So we don't know how this shit going. So... They sitting there, they beefing, everybody mad, everybody fighting. This is classic shit. When the br- I've seen this happen. I've seen people with a ton of money get locked up. And when that last bit of money start getting a little lower, and then she get to popping that neck a little extra, get to talking a little harder on that phone. You know, it went from, baby, I'm here with, I'm, I'm here with you, I got you, to, I'm here, ain't I? To... <laughs> Motherfucker, fuck you. I mean, I'm just saying, you the one locked up. I ain't locked up. I got a bitch gotta live a life. It turned into one of those, cause that's and that's what we're looking at with this R. Kelly shit. Hmm. So there's been a lot of theories about them doing this to get clout. Yeah. To try to get like a way, like they staged this. That's also the other theory. Is that this was staged, like to get people interested in talking and shit? Yeah, but in hindsight, we looking at two grown ass women that are really 15, 16. In the mind, yeah. Mentally, they're very, very young. They're young as fuck. Even they slang is young. Like he's kept them <laughs> trapped away from the world for a long time. Like I don't think they was even allowed to go on Instagram. Only thing they was doing was fucking and sucking him and licking each other. So I don't. It's weird. That whole situation is weird. Um, but it's definitely clout chasing at its worst. So the way I'm looking at it, somebody about to write a book. Somebody about to do something. Somebody trying to get another interview. Something because I believe they probably have been trying to get interviews. But people like, well, you know, they just released another. Uh, they got another thing dropping, that another docu docu series or whatever. They already dropped it. Did they? Oh, the wow. day, the the night before, they the night after they dropped that, this fight happened. Oh. So it's like, yeah, bitch, we need to get some money too. Yeah, but they should have. They should have uh, did their little interviews and stuff before the docu series dropped. That, that would have been. Smart. They're not that smart. No. They've been on gag order. Everything that they've done has been at the behest of him. If he say, "Hey, go do this interview," and even when they doing the interview, they got somebody standing off in the background trying to like quietly coach them, mm-hmm. so they don't look stupid. But they always end up looking stupid. Everything sounds very rehearsed. So, 
Yeah, it's it's a cloud it's cloud chasing at its worst. But at this point, nobody really cares for real. We know what time it is. Both of them will be with their parents before 2020 closes out because he broke. He ain't got no money. If they were smart, they would go ahead and leave and get themselves a book deal individually and get this money. Everybody else did. That's what. I, but you've been around the longest. You gonna get the biggest. You gonna get the biggest bag. Whichever one, whichever one of them does the book deal first is gonna get the bigger money. We That's know. my advice. Is that if you're if you're listening to this, either y'all need to band together and make a book, or be that bitch that get it by yourself. Cause one of y'all gonna get a bag. This is the truth. It's, it's just facts, and it and actually you kind of want to do it maybe after he go to jail, right. like and gets his stuff because you don't want to get slandered. But fuck that, I'd be right there with my at my mama house. And get a tutor because y'all know R. Kelly can't read or write, and he probably wasn't getting them bitches tutored either. So you know, <laughs> get somebody that can help y'all. Oh shit, that's funny. both of them singers and bitches ain't. You ain't either one of y'all got a deal yet. I'd have been got a deal. I made me a singing audio book about what's going Man, on. <laughs> I listen. I, I mean, making. Tra- I was trapped in the closet part one. Soon as I get signed. Hey, go get Mary J. She don't even want to translate this pain I've been in. Yep. Go get the writers. Because, you know. Matter of fact, some of them might donate their time. They probably wouldn't even charge you. Right. But, you know, in a perfect world, that's could be how you they You already go. know who going to get that, who going to put them on to that. Whatever new nigga they end up fucking first. That's who going to be like, hey, baby, you should go and do that. Yeah, but. I'm telling you, you're going to find they, out. They so used and abused. Ain't that shit crazy? Man. Somebody gonna scoop them. You know it. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, man. That's I got crazy. R. Kelly, bitch. I got one of his little. Man, like that ain't bragging. Like he got them when they were in teen. They were motherfucking middle schoolers. Like that shit ain't really. That ain't what's hot. That's that's weird. They've been pissing and shitting in buckets in the studio, and they ain't gonna know what a wet wipe is. Oh, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's so, crazy. with that being said, do you want to talk about the Cavs coach calling the team members thugs? Or do you want to talk about Baker Mayfield on the Browns calling the coach an idiot? Uh, the Cavs coach for 200, Alex. All right. So, according to The Hill, Marty Johnson, NBA coach, apologized after referring to team as a bunch of thugs. So, the head coach of the Cavs, John uh, Bayline, Beeline, I think is how you say his name, apologized to his players saying he accidentally called them thugs during a film session when he meant to say the word slugs. How you... So he said, um, it was very understanding, but it's something that certainly they understand that it can be serious, something that shouldn't have happened. He reached out to the players individually afterwards and told them I meant to say slugs, called them a bunch of thugs. He said while they were watching film, Kobe Altman, their manager, uh, talked to each players too to understand the incident and that they were like, okay, you know, I accept the apology. Uh, Larry Nance Jr. said that he didn't believe there to be malice behind the comment. He said he made a mistake. We all make them, but he apologized, own up to it. And at this point, this is all we can ask him to do. Um, We all heard it. We were there, but at the same time, I don't think any of players on the team believe that there was malintent behind it. So they're going to keep him as coach. So what's your advice? How the fuck you take TH? (laughs) 
Like, nothing about that makes sense. Said, he would have been better off calling them bugs. Mugs. Y'all a bunch of thugs. I mean, slugs. Really? Really? Rugs. I'm on drugs. <laughs> I mean, anything. Y'all, but that would have been worse, though. Y'all moving like you want drugs. You way it go. It's well documented that that's probably how you look at them. That they thugged out young motherfuckers that he probably can't control. He barely, he halfway coaching his damn self. So, you know, he just happy to be here as person, you know. Whatever. But, you know, he apologized. But my thing is, why are you apologizing? Because he knew it was fucked up. No, I'm just saying, Freudian like. and slip. Did he apologize right away? I think he said, "I'm like my bad. I meant slugs." But like at the same time, I'm sure they was like, "This motherfucker called me a thug." Like, I'm but, sure but, they all was looking like, "What the fuck? Did he just call me?" A th-? I'm sure even if somebody was not paying attention for real for real the film, as soon as he said, "You guys move like a bunch of thugs," bitch. I mean slugs. I didn't mean thugs. I'm sure everybody I mean, did the snuggles bear. I mean that ain't terrible, but at the same time, I just been like, uh huh. My thug ass ain't listening to shit you talking about. Somebody bitch. went to HR on that ass. Huh? I bet because the thing is, for that to be a thing, somebody on that team, at least maybe at least two of them, went and talked to HR. I'm pretty whatever. sure they did, but I'm just wondering, like, did he? He had to do a public apology and all that. And then he yeah. went and talked to each one of the players individually. They said, "Yo, I don't think you're a thug." I do think you're a slug. Fuck out of here. My advice is, um, if you really think something about somebody, you're probably going to come out at some point. But this is your job. And like your job is to be a leader. So uh, you need some new words. Slug shouldn't even been in your vocabulary. That ain't you even guys a word are you moving like a bunch of slugs. Is that what he was trying to say? Yeah, supposedly? but I would have been like, "What is this? An old person home? What are we? What are we doing here? Come on, guys, we're NBA players. Let's, let's go. pick it up. Come yeah, on, y'all. let's pick it up. What the hell is going on here? Not get, thugs. Get like, him the fuck out of here. He got all the three white people on his team, and you said move like a bunch. I bet Kevin probably looked at him crazy. He just called me a thug. I bet. I bet Delhi didn't even know what that meant. What's what's a thug, what's Colin? A thugs? Colin, what's, what's a thug? What's thugs? What's thugs? Chetty, like, what's a thug? Larry, help me make it make sense. And somebody was like, a black man. <laughs> or some shit like that. Oh, oh, shit, that's just too easy. No, 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 that shit is too easy. It's too easy. No, 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 that shit is too easy, fuck that being said do you want to talk about the zero alcohol in heineken that they're offering zero alcohol heineken yeah so i saw a commercial on tv and they said that they have heinekens but alcohol no alcohol heineken so what's your advice on that sound like a great idea for my sober people how was that a heineken that's my advice. I mean, got like, this is don't do that shit. Call it, don't call it a Heineken. Call it a a Feineken or oh, something. Oh no, like they that. have they have a non-alcoholic beer for a lot of people that's in recovery. But like of the actual brand of the alcohol, I've not heard of one. This is the first actual alcohol brand where they have no alcohol in it. That's interesting, but they do exist. Where they got non-alcoholic beer. 
Yeah, but they don't come from like like Bud Light don't have non alcoholic beer. Miller Light don't have non alcoholic beer. Oh. They trying to cut in on that market. It's just weird though. That is weird. Hey, let me get the Heineken. Hold the alcohol. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. I don't know. I would like to see what the fuck it looked like. Hell, I even tried. It's in a regular bottle. It's a commercial. It's on a regular bottle. It looked like if you were a recovering alcoholic, you might be confused because you might think it's actually so alcohol. So what? The, they took the red star and made it blue? I don't <laughs> remember. It might have been white. But it it's in a green bottle still. Yeah, that's wild. That's weird. All right. So with that being said, we're going to segue into can we talk for a minute? Can we talk for about some seconds? Yeah, kind of. Something like that. Mm. So the subject was, why do I attract married men? Whoa. Uh, do you want to give her a name? It starts with an L. Jezebel. Oh, um. Oh, Jezebel? We can do that. Yeah, she can be Jezebel. Okay, so Jezebel says, Trillian Gemini, I listen to you when I can, and I can't wait for a new show. I cannot understand what about me that married men want to pursue me. I ask if you're married, why are you trying to see me? It's mostly men online, but I've talked to some in person, and they get my number and then want to tell me their wife don't sleep with them anymore, and they wish it were me. I don't know the wives, and I've been on a few, and I've been on a few occasions that I have these men who text me and get mad if I don't text back. All I can think is, where is your wife? I want advice on what I'm doing to attract these types of men. I am a single mother, and now I feel like everyone is married, so dating is hard. I can I can't trust people around my child. Thanks for the advice, Jezebel. Hmm. Wow. So, um, where the fuck are you hanging at to where you just keep bringing these? Um, so she said online, and then she's met people online. And she's met well, people you know, honestly, there's a lot of horny ass married people online, so that's not hard. I, you know, um, why do they feel comfortable? Like that's weird. what she's asking. Like, what yeah. is it? She, what I, is it about her that like they feel like she's she's like interested in that? She don't want to say. I'm married, so I would have to see her page. What that got to do? <laughs> I would have to look and see, like, damn. Because I ain't gonna lie, some people online, they online footprint says I'm on some bullshit and I probably help you cheat. Some people have profiles and pictures on their shit that look like that. We talked about this before, approachability. Like, we looking at your site, like I need to see what your social media footprint look like. Are you one of them people on there talking about some don't you hate when your pussy get wet in the middle of the day? Or just shit like that? Like, are you one of those people? To where you got married niggas like shit. She look like she might keep her mouth closed if I if I shoot at her. Like, I don't know. And then you said they're pursuing you, which is interesting because it's like, damn, no ain't enough. And if it's online, you know, there's a block button. She said that she don't if she doesn't like text them back. She said text them back quickly. They get an attitude. I feel like the how they get said. your number and they married. Uh, she said if. She said, if I I have these men who text me and get mad if I don't text back. And then I, all I can think is, where your, where is your wife? And I'm thinking is, why they got your number? They married. I will say, I think a lot of women who talk to, who are friends with men, don't realize that there's a, there's a line. Because sometimes they think that they can be friends. And my advice is like, if the dude wants to fuck you, you can't be friends. That's real. If you have fucked that dude, 
you can't be friends. And I'll always say that and, and and speaking from the perspective of, of like being cool with a lot of females or whatever, um there's a lot of people who will take shots. Like, you know, you could be working with somebody and everybody can have everybody's number type shit. You know, some jobs are like that. Hey, can you cover this shit for me? Shit like that. Like, you know, and then one day somebody might be on some, hey, uh, how you feel about me falling through? You might be like, what the fuck? No, I don't see you like that. Shit, maybe I can make you see me like that. You got some guys that are really depressed. Like, it's a lot of people that believe just because you marry and you live at home with a female that you getting all this pussy and you super duper happy. And that don't be the case. A lot of these men be deprived. Now, is that your fault? No. Is that your problem? No. But if you see that they actually texting you, then why are you not blocking them? Why do they have your number like that if they're going to behave that way? You're making them, you're giving them false hope because you're still available, even to converse. So, you better find you some single dick and stop flirting with this married dick and you'll be all right. My advice too is you're saying what makes you attractive for them is you're willing to have a conversation. Shut that shit down. Oh, you don't meet my criteria? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's all you have to do. You find out. You could be in the middle of... Sometimes people find out stuff, though. You be talking to somebody and you find out they met. Sir, this is this is over, this conversation. I'm, I'm good. Best of luck to you and your wife. I'm good. It's okay, And it's okay. That's protecting your energy, too, is removing yourself from toxic situations, and that's toxic. Quickly. Quickly. Don't even waste your time with it because you basically about to string somebody along that think they got a shot. And don't forget about the crazy married lady that might put a shot in your ass because they feel like you're attracting their men. See, a lot of a lot of men aren't wrong in the eyes of some women that they married to. You know, so you gotta be you just gotta be careful. Like but you just shouldn't you shouldn't even be engaging in conversations with nobody that's married, period. Move yourself. All right. So with that being said, we're gonna slide into drunken news. So do you wanna talk about uh AI calling the cops or you wanna talk about a man who steals communion wine? <laughs> AI calling the cops. Okay. So, according to Newsweek.com, Ewan Palmer, Florida man arrested after AI alerts family to suspected theft at assisted living facility. Wow. So, a man is accused of stealing from an assisted living facility in Florida after his elderly victim's AI device alerted his family to the alleged offense. Russell Bannister, Bannister was arrested um, due to reports of disturbance. Bannister is 47, entered, allegedly entered an elderly person's room without their consent or knowledge to steal cash and credit cards. Ooh. While inside the room, his presence was detected by the AI device and alerted another family member. So 
The daughter who lives in Alaska usually keeps an eye on the dad and saw a man going through her dad's wallet while on the AI. So she alerted the sister who lived pretty close, um, who then arrived at the, the facility with her son to confront the dude who was still in the room at the time. Whoa. So what's your advice? Oh, he was, and then he was arrested by police after he fled the scene. Um, yeah. So what's your advice? She did exactly right. What do you think he looked like? White. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he stole some shit. Yeah, he like he stole that picture. Oh, He's they got a number you call if you feel like your loved one has been um, a victimized by this man. So he's been doing this. She did right though. I'm glad. I'm glad um, she was able to contact somebody and they pulled up. That's fucked up. Like that could have went left really, really fast. Silly talking about they retraining their people on visitor and guest policy. How you get in there? Somebody let them in. What? <laughs> I'm here to see Ricky, Joe, John. You have a John. I'm here for John. <laughs> he got in. Shit. My advice is, yeah, you need to protect your loved ones, especially the elderly. Like, if you can have something, use technology to your advantage and do so. She definitely did right, so I agree with you. So, do you want to talk about the koala knitters, or do you want to talk about Harry and Meghan stepping down? <laughs> did you hear about Meghan and Harry stepping down from the royal duties? Or do no. you want to talk about the koala knitters? The koala shit just threw me. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to process that. That shit funny. Which one you want to talk about? Koalas or Harry and Maggie Markle? Fucking Harry and Maggie. Stepping down. So, long story short, um, Harry said he ain't gonna keep letting y'all talk about his wife like that. Fuck that. We about to be out. We not about to sit here and entertain y'all and we just won't do the duties. So, what's your advice on that? Say it one more time. So my advice is, I think he did the right thing because people, you know, people was talking about her real bad, like trying to like say she's not this and she's not that. You know, she's mixed, and so uh, they they're kind of going hard on her. So my advice is, I think he did the right thing by stepping down and make sure they don't terrorize his wife and his kid. I wholeheartedly agree, but at the same time, um, he had to know that that's what she signed up for. Fucking oh. with them. It was gonna be so much racist shit going on. We can't help who we fall in love with, okay? And the world is not ready for a black princess. I don't give a fuck she mixed. I don't give a fuck she half and half. I don't give a fuck if she 25% black, she 10%, 5%, she 8%. None of that matters. People are not prepared. They weren't prepared for that kind of couple. It's gonna be hate. She's gonna be attacked. How they attack Princess Diana? She His wasn't mama. always beautiful enough. It was, they attacked the queen, Elizabeth. Like it's always going to be attacks on the royal family because for one, His mama was a baddie too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Princess of Wales and all them, they all got, you know, it all they all got it, right? But the bottom line is that's what y'all signed up for. That's what you signed up for. 
you know, the, London takes care of you motherfuckers. So they feel like, well, so as long as we taking care of y'all and we make sure that it's a ton of money in your coffers, we can say what the fuck we want to say about who you married to. So you got to be prepared for that. It's the type of celebrity that a lot of us aren't prepared for, but it happens. You know, and that's pretty much it. That's that's my thought process on it. Um, He definitely did the right. I think he did right stepping down. But at the same time, dude, the, y'all got to have thicker skin. This shit is going to happen. What they going to do about that baby? He going to grow up. Got to grow up in that. Grow up regular as fuck. But it's on them what kind of environment they bring that baby up in. Because it's not like, I don't give a fuck what edge of the earth you go to. It's going to be somebody that races. It's going to be some assholes there on some what's going on. You know. I'm trying to think of the name of the one movie where um, Samuel Jackson was there and he was prejudiced against a couple. It was a white man and a black woman. I don't know. Pacific Heights, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but either way it go, you just got to be prepared for that. That's just that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think, um, like I said, I think he did the right thing. I think that, you know, it was, I'm glad he's looking out for his wife. So. Right. All right. So do you want to talk about a Cuyahoga County administrator accused of witness intimidation and retaliation? Or do you want to talk about the London throat issue? Witness retaliation. It wasn't witness. It was a Cuyahoga County admin retaliating against somebody or the London throat issue. Which one do you want to talk about? I think I want to talk about the London throat issue. Let's do it. So, according to BBC.com, that's not not the time for BBC. You think you're talking about the news. Uh, according to, I don't know who this is. London throat is what they're calling it. Is toxic brake dust could cause condition. So dust from worn out brake pads can cause um, harmful impact on people's lungs. Um, the dust can cause inflammation of lungs and reduce immunity, causing risk of respiratory uh, infections. And it can cause serious illness like pneumonia or bronchitis. They have now deemed this as London throat. Sufferers mm. experience intermittent bouts of runny nose and low-level illness that can lead to more serious infections. Um, they found van- vanadium. Anybody know what that means? Uh, it's a metal present in brake dust and diesel exhaust fumes, uh, and it attacks immune cells. So basically, they're studying on this to see if it's causing people to be sick. Um, you get like a froggy feeling and a string of coughs and colds that a lot of people in the city endure. So what's your advice on London throat? Get y'all motherfuckers some black seed oil. <laughs> get your goddamn immune system stronger because that shit just sound... Ain't no shit I want. Definitely ain't no shit I want. Um, yeah, get you some black seed oil. Get you some outerberry syrup. That shit worked too. Some pure outerberry syrup. I didn't know that they had like I don't know enough about London, I guess, but like do they have as many cars as we have here? I don't think so. So should we have London throat? 
You said, should we have London and throat? London throat. Like, should it be more prevalent here? Like, if the, it's exhaust and brakes and we have yeah, more cars I guess here? the air is probably different out that way, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe they've had an increase in car sales, and that's probably the repercussions of it. It's more smog is in the air than normal there. You just never know where that shit comes from, honestly. That's true. All right. Well, that's the last article I have. Does anybody want to add one? Nope. All right. So we're going to protect our energy the formal way. So <laughs> this is a from Twitter, Sin Sin Johnson. It's actually a pretty good, it kind of reflects what we talked about for the Can We Talk for a minute. It says, can we stop normalizing cheating and toxic relationships in 2020 and start normalizing loyalty, trust, and communication? So what do you think? Spoke to my heart because I just was having a conversation about how I've had friends in the past that do a lot of snaky shit. And people would be like, well, you know how that, that's just how such and such is. That's how such and such is. That's how he is. That's how her is. I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm not accepting that. Just because that's how they supposedly is. So, wholeheartedly agree with that. Like, yeah, I'm not, listen. Damn, I just had it. Like, people are okay with, like, knowing they're in a a situation where this person is not loyal to them. So, you kind of going on with that, like, where you should know your value, like, our value is sold, and know that, you know, if you don't, if you are not somebody who's not being loyal, then you definitely deserve someone who's going to be loyal to you. So, if you're loyal and they're loyal, it should work out for you. Exactly. You attract what you put in the air. Period. If I'm loyal, I'm going to find me a loyal motherfucker or I'm going to make the motherfucker that's standing next to me feel fucked up because they not loyal. Either way it goes, it's going to come out in the wash. But if you got control over it, you know, do what the fuck you got to do because these streets fucked up. A lot of times people think of like, we were talking about music earlier, but people would think like, oh, well, the song says this, so it's okay. And it's, it's a song like the baby is a good example of that people hear about all the stuff the baby talking about meanwhile the baby got a whole chick and kids he go home to right but he talking about grabbing grabbing a broad letter do all kind of stuff he ain't, I don't mean he doing all that to his wife I don't mean he doing all that in the streets right but you know that don't mean he telling you to go do it perception is reality for some people yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you think is cool? Somebody else gonna be looking like uh Instagram got a lot of people fucked up. I do. A lot of people. Facebook up. too. Definitely. I feel like Facebook is just becoming a place for a call for like mental health help. Trash book. <laughs> <laughs> Today I'm feeling so sad. Oh. Ignore a book. Ignore a book. And Twitter ain't no better either. They get to going on there talking crazy. So that's all I got. Protect your energy. You deserve, you know, go back to our value. So, you know. She said it. So with that being said, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. 
And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And really, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. That's it. I'm not telling y'all motherfuckers how to spell it no more. No. Y'all good. Y'all got it. It's been a long time of you spelling it. It really has been, having it? Yeah, it has. All right, y'all. Well, we out. Bye. Peace. Engineer, could you please click the stop button, pause button, or whatever button that you choose to click to end the podcast? Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. <laughs>